At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Hey, what's going on, fine citizens? Welcome to hour number three, Dan Leach in for Matt Eubens tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. We got a jam-packed final hour as we head into the Sunday morning era. We got, of course, the NBA All-Star game coming up tomorrow. We got the finish of the Genesis Invitational. Can we can someone be John Rob? Unlikely. We'll get into that a little later in the hour. Uh, and of course, we've got a lot of college basketball uh that's coming up not just tomorrow, but over the next several weeks leading to the conference tournaments. And leading into March Madness, the absolute holiday of holidays for all sports fans. Uh, earlier today, you had a great win for the Michigan Wolverines and a very tough week for the Michigan State Spartans. It was very, very cool. Like, you know, I'm here in Michigan, and I'm sure many of you know the huge rivalry between the Spartans and the Wolverines. And this week, uh, you know, after the just horrific tragedy that took place uh, in East Lansing on Monday, I watched the coverage of that for hours into the morning it the rivalry went away i mean sports are such a unifying thing it's such a beautiful thing that brings us together but we were all spartans here in michigan this week and you know think about you know what happened in the tunnel at the football game and all the different vitriol you see on twitter and you know brothers you know fighting against brothers and, and sisters and brothers fighting against each other and families that are divided those kind of uh, you know incidents the you know just the terrible things that we unfortunately have to deal with at times as human beings and, and senseless gun violence and, you know, happening on a college campus that all goes away before, you know, you get together, you know, as a community and you might be rivals. But tonight I was actually rooting for the Spartans to play their best. Of course I want Michigan to win. I'm a Michigan fan, but it wasn't, it just felt different. And they were all wearing the Spartan strong shirts uh, at Chrysler center earlier tonight. Uh, you know, Tom Izzo had a very tough week as the head coach and handled it like the champ that he is and talked about being outward about the emotion and not trying to hide it. And it's OK to hug each other and and it's OK to cry and it's OK to be scared. And, you know, they're just college kids. And then it was a great game tonight, a back and forth game till till the end. And Michigan takes it down uh, and, and wins an important late season game. But the, the winning and losing didn't matter. It was the fact the game got to be able to be played that there was this respect on both sides from the fan bases. And obviously our hearts go out to everyone affected by the, the, the senseless tragedy in East Lansing. Uh, and it was nice to see them get out there. It was Michigan State's first game since it happened because their game against uh, Minnesota was canceled uh, at the Breslin Center on Wednesday. So nothing but the best going forward. A lot of healing has to be done at Michigan State. And like I said, sports are such a unifying thing. It brings us together in the, the greatest times and the worst of times. 
And this is one of those worst of times that yet there's a chance to go out there and, and play and cheer and root. Obviously, for the players, it's important. For the fans, it's important. And tonight, even though there was, you know, maze of blue and green and white, they were all together. You know, you want to win the game for your fan base, but it was more about playing the game that mattered tonight and being connected. So I thought that was special, but it was a nice win for the Wolverines for trying to fight their way into the NCAA tournament, and it's not looking too good, especially after that awful loss to Indiana. Uh, uh, in the last segment, we were talking about division odds and both the NBA and NHL and, and making some value plays, you know, at this point of the season because, you, you know, you still have a month or so plus, almost two months, if you will, uh, until the playoffs start. I mean, you got the rest of February and March and some of April, depending on, uh, you know, the league. So you've got time left in, you know, over 30 games in, in some instances uh, for these teams. I mentioned in the NBA, you have teams that have played, uh, you know, closer to 60 games, a little under under 60 in the NHL. It's less, so more games left in the NHL. But just to, to recap for you, if you're just joining the program, and as I mentioned, you can always hear all these shows on VEASAN.com if you missed any of them. Um, I looked at the NBA and I talked about how the Mavs could be a, a solid play to maybe catch the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are my my pick to go to the NBA Finals out of the West. But the Mavs, you know, they're within range and, and getting four to one on Dallas, I think is a decent play. I'm not going 30 to one on the Pelicans. I mentioned that I like the Wizards at 10 to one uh, for a sprinkle to catch the Heat in the Southeast. Not that many games behind, uh, just a, you know, three and a half or so uh, in the Central. I'm not touching it with the Cavs and the Bucks. Pacific wide open. I like the value on the Warriors. Even with the injuries, they're not that far out, uh, and they're 28 to one. Uh, nothing in the Atlantic Division. The Celtics uh, are going to continue to run away with that. And then we started in the NHL and talked about, uh, you know, the Bruins in the Atlantic, huge favorites. 13 points up on the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs 30 to 1. And when you look at that division and the amount of games left, I mean, you still have 26 games left. If you're the Maple Leafs, you go on a 7-8 game win streak, you know, that's 16 points, 14, 16 points. Obviously, you got to hope the other team, the Bruins, lose. But I just think that 30 to 1 with a plus 43 goal differential, they're going to play each other a few more times or two or three more times, I believe, uh, in the regular season. In those games, obviously, you win those games the other team is losing. So that's a full two-point, you know, or four-point swing, however you want to look at it. So I, I like a, a sprinkle on the Maple Leafs. I think there's a great chance of that happening. But 30-1 to 1 to me is too, uh, you know, rough to pass up. Take a look at the Pacific Division, where the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or the home of Visa is, in Las Vegas. You look at the, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights, and they lead the division with 70 points. They played 55 games. The Kings... Well, obviously had a nice win uh, in that little rivalry game against Anaheim last night. I like the the fight the, the Ducks showed. Obviously, the Ducks are the bottom of the division. Uh, but the Kings, you know, very talented team. Quick's playing great. They can score all over the place. They're a point down. Kraken, we know what they did, that historic, uh, you know, road-winning streak. But they've kind of struggled as late as 4-4-2 and two in their last 10. But they got a plus 21 goal differential. They're two points down. The Oilers, three points down. Uh, and then the Flames are nine points down. And you take a look at the odds here. You've got the Kraken. The, the Knights are, uh, are plus 220. They're the favorite, small favorite, because the Kraken are right there, plus 230. Oilers, 3-1. to one. Kings, plus 425. The Calgary Flames, 16-1. to one. Much like the Pacific of the NBA, wide open division. But if you're going to look for a value play here, I'm not going with, with Las Vegas. I mean, they're the favorite, and, and you're getting two, you know, point two to 0.2-1, which is not terrible. But I, I'm looking at the Kings. And I like what I'm seeing in net there. I like what I'm seeing, uh, you know, their power play has been really good. Uh, I like what I'm seeing, you know, defensively from them. They're very well coached. And you look right now, you know, they're a team that has played 56 games. So the Knights would have one game in hand, so would Seattle. And they're a point out of first place. And you're getting plus 425, a team that finally does have a, a positive goal differential for a while. They did it this season. They scored 190 goals. They're 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. They've won three in a row. If you're going to buy them, this is the time to buy them. Now, listen, the Vegas Golden Knights, they've won four in a row. They're 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. They're plus 26 in goal differential. So, you know, they're the favorite for a reason. But if I'm looking for value, which I'm always trying to look for, there are times to take the favorite. But most times you want to go against that. Like betting gets a favorite in a horse race because there isn't value there. You don't want to take, uh, you know, a horse that's 1-5 to five, when you can find a 10-1 to one that can win that race. I think the Kings can win this race. And they've lost seven games in overtime. 
That could get better as the season goes on. I mentioned the goaltending there. They've scored 190 goals, one of the better totals in the NHL. I believe it's top six. And I like the way they're playing right now. So the Kings will be by play in the Pacific at plus 425. And I think this might be the best that number gets right now. You do have a few teams that are in the mix in the Central Division. But you have the Stars, obviously, that are leading that right now. Uh, they played 57 games. They're up three points on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, they're up seven points on Colorado and nine points on Minnesota. And taking a look at what you have in, in that division, you've got the Stars minus 165. You got the Avs plus 330. And you got the Jets plus 425. To me, the value play is with that Colorado team. I love Colorado. And yeah, they're seven points out of the division right now, but they've won two in a row. They're 6 2 and 2 of their last 10, plus 70, uh, 17 goal differential. They've only played 54 games. The Stars have played 57 games. And you're getting a nice little bump there with plus 330. That's where I would go in the Central Division. I was going to make a, a value play right now. And remember, this is all predicated on the fact that there's no, I'm not laying, you know, uh, you know, 165 on the Stars to win the division. I'm not laying 550 on the Grizzlies to win the Southwest in the NBA. I'm looking for teams that are in second, third, or fourth place that have a real chance to get up there and take the positive money right now because those odds, let's say you bet on the Avalanche right now and you take the plus 330, and then in a couple weeks they're leading the division. That, that odd, those, those odds are obviously not going to be plus 330. They'll be minus 165. So you got it's a lot of, you know, handicapping is figuring out you know, picking your spots, A, but when to pick your spots and when to jump on certain things and when to maybe wait. It's almost like live betting, when to wait for a team to take the lead so you can take the underdog, feeling like they're going to win that game. You know, if you like the underdog in the first place, you know, when to take a team that is the favorite that maybe is down in the game and you decide when to take them, uh, you know, value-wise. It's all about picking your spots. So that's what I like to try to do on, on this show and what we try to do on Beeson. And what I've always tried to do is as uh, someone likes to handicap games. All right, one more division to go here for you. It's the Metropolitan Division in the National Hockey League. And right now you got the Hurricanes leading that division with 80 points. They've only played 54 games, though. And then all these teams have played 55. The Devils, three points down. Rangers, three uh, six points down. And the Penguins, I mean, obviously this is, there's odds on them. I'll give you a second. We're not touching them. I'm not. Uh, are 17 points down. But, you know, the Penguins still obviously a very good team. Get them at 200 to 1. But, no, the team for me with the value in this division is the Rangers. And you saw the Rangers' incredible medal last night. I had a play on the Rangers. They were down three to nothing. They were down four to one in Edmonton. Shesterkin made some big saves. The Rangers with Panarin and, and all these different great offensively talented players found their way back, won the game in a shootout. You're getting the Rangers at 10 to one with a great goaltender. We know what they did last year. And they're only six points out of the division. Yes, they, the, the Hurricanes who lead the division have a game in hand. Rangers, though, seven in a row they've won. 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10, plus 40 goal differential, and they've scored 189 goals, and they're 17-5-4 on the road. One of the better marks in the NHL uh, for a road record. So the Rangers are the team that I'm going with. I love the value. you got to take that now because they keep winning games, go 9-10-11 wins in a row. They're not going to be 10-1 to one for long, so I like them uh, to, to catch the Hurricanes, or minus 400, by the way, in the Metropolitan Division. All right, we are going to get to... Some off-season NFL storyline coming up next. Dan Leachin for Matt Cummins. This is Sunday Bet Prep on Beeson, your sport betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets. And where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Daily Cheer with you till midnight Eastern, 9 Pacific here in for Matt Humans on Sunday. Bad prep having a rip roaring time. You can follow me on Twitter. At Dan Leach DTM, the DTM stands for Dan the Man, because that's what I am. Uh, my producer is also a Dan the Man, Dan Miller, with us tonight. And all the great peeps uh, at Visa out there at Circa in Vegas. We love it. And I wanted to move into some off-season stuff for the NFL. Because there's some interesting storylines, and there's going to be more. And obviously, we know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to be a, a talking point. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, and there, there's things that are going on. But there's also... Some interesting stories that maybe I'm not going to say have gone under the radar. People aren't thinking about, but maybe not as many people are thinking about as the you know obvious stories. And and I, the, I think that there are people that are thinking about this. And I want to start with this because it's it's something that personally has frustrated me for a few years now. And it's Eric Bieniemy. And yeah, he makes a lateral. I mean, some would consider maybe a you know a below lateral move to leave the Chiefs. Take over the commander's offensive, you know, as the OC in Washington with likely Sam Howell. That's what Ron Rivera said. Sam Howell will be the former North Carolina quarterback, uh, the starting quarterback going into the season, or at least going into camp for the commanders. Why would you leave Mahomes? Why would you leave Andy Reid? Well, there's a couple reasons. I've been reading a lot about this and talking to people that I know that cover the Chiefs. It's not like there's any kind of issues going on with with uh, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and you know, you think about it like this, too. I mean, Andy Reid has been able to, when you had previous, you know, OCs like Doug Peterson or, or Matt Nagy that have moved on after joining the Chiefs, they, they, they went out and got head coaching position. You know, Peterson obviously became the Eagles coach, won a Super Bowl, Nagy with the Bears. But for whatever reason, Eric Bieniemy has not been able to get that head coaching job. Some will say, oh, if you got Patrick Mahomes, like having Tom Brady, is it more you or is it more Mahomes? I get all that. And then there's the other side of the thing where is it because he's African-American? Is it because we still have this awful situation in the NFL where even with the Rooney rule, even when you're giving interviews to minorities, whether it's African-Americans or Robert Sala's a a minority, he's an Arab-American, the first ever to be a coordinator with San Francisco, now the first ever to be a head coach with the Jets. I know Robert personally. I know many of his family members. So that was a big deal. 
But for some reason, and and I could attribute it, I could kind of compare it to something that I'll get to in a minute here. But for some reason, he's not getting the job. And I think Eric Bieniemy is pretty darn smart. I think that, yes, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid is Andy Reid. Bieniemy is the guy on top of, you know, being in charge of the offense. So he's a big part of this. Now, there's something that I will compare this to. And it's something locally here in Michigan that we've dealt with a lot recently. And if you're a Michigan fan, it's been a very big annoyance. And it's Jim Harbaugh continually flirting with the NFL. Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the Vikings. Jim Harbaugh talked to the Panthers. He talked to several teams a couple years ago after Michigan finally beat Ohio State for the first time. I think that if Jim Harbaugh was offered jobs, he would have been ta- he would have taken them. I think if he was offered the Vikings job, he would have taken it. Offered the Panthers job or whatever else, you know, he interviewed for a couple years ago, he would have taken it because he wants that one more shot in the NFL. He was, what, yards away with Colin Kaepernick and the lights go out in the Superdome Super Bowl of winning the Super Bowl. He, he, NFL is the NFL. I mean, obviously winning a national championship in college football is incredible, but it's not the Super Bowl. And he went to a Super Bowl, played against his brother, lost. He wants to taste that again. That being said, he, he said multiple times, he wants to end his career at Michigan. He loves what he's doing at Michigan. He loves the community. He loves the team. He loves everything. But yet he still talks to the NFL. And there were the rumors out there that actually after he had recommitted to Michigan, he went and interviewed with the Vikings after he already said he wasn't going anywhere again. I think Harbaugh wasn't offered those jobs. And maybe Eric Bieniemy, for whatever reason, you hope it has nothing to do with his race. That'd be ridiculous because obviously the guy is incredibly qualified as an OC and a former player. Maybe he's just a bad interview. Maybe he goes into these teams, you know, meeting rooms with their GM and other brass and just isn't good at interviewing because otherwise it makes no sense to me. The guy should be a head coach. Obviously, we know what he's done, you know, with Patrick Mahomes. We know what Patrick Mahomes is. And you can't say that Mahomes is just Mahomes. He's had the enemy helping him, you know, to, you know being a, a tutor of him. And he's been under, you know, the enemy's tutelage. And, and of course, Andy Reid's as well. You got to give Andy Reid a ton of credit too. But there's something off with him not getting jobs, and I don't think it's because he's black. If that's the case, that's just ridiculous, and it should not be an issue. But we we know it has been in the previous time, you know eras in the NFL. I think it's because maybe he just isn't a, a good interviewer. It's like I go back to my I I, I kind of uh, you know um, cooled uh, you're, you warmed up to Taylor Swift. But for years, I thought the reason she could only hold, uh, you know, date a guy for like two weeks is because she just was really boring. Like, you know, not on stage. Maybe Bietami's just a bad interviewer or interviewee because he should have a job as a head coach. He should have had one by now. A couple Super Bowl titles and all the things he's done in Kansas City. So that's, I mean, and listen, maybe the commanders are, maybe Rivera gets up getting fired. Who knows? And Bietami takes over that team. I, it's the, the move was very weird to me. It'd be like Jim Harbaugh going from Michigan to Minnesota or Nick Saban going from Alabama to like, well, I, don't, I can't say North Carolina state, but like making a, a, any move other than Alabama would be like a below lateral move, you know, him going to, I guess he's not going to go to Georgia, going to Ohio state or something. I mean, I, I guess there's times where you want to get a new experience, like whatever Meyer kept doing, but it's, you know, it's not like it really is any different. You're still the head coach, but you gotta be still the OC. He should have his own team. So that's one of the bigger stories this offseason. We'll see what ends up happening with him in Washington. How about Derek Carr? I mean, this is a guy where the Raiders finally, you know, let it go. And and I thought it was going to work out there. And he's talking to some teams. I mean, the, the Derek Carr situation is interesting to me because this is a guy that I still think could really be good. I mean, he already is good, but could really be a quarterback that takes a team very far. And I know, I know Carr has set a deadline as far as where he, you know, the deadline for when he wants to, uh, you know, get to his next team. Uh, I think he wants to do it, obviously, before March 15th. But you just wonder, like, what is going to be the best fit for a guy uh, like Derek Carr? Is it, the, is it a team like the Jets? Uh, you know, is it a team where, you know, Derek Carr would have to go and, you know, maybe not necessarily have to start everything over, but... That, that's the team that kind of jumped out to me that, that seemed to make the most sense. And that you see the odds there, you know, the Saints three to one. Uh, and I always talked, I always talked to them, the Jets three and a half to one or 3.3 to one uh, Bucks plus four fifty. That would make sense for Derek Carr with Brady retiring. 
Uh, the Panthers five to one, the Titans seven to one, uh, and the Commanders uh, with, with maybe Eric Bieniemy at seven half to one. To me, the Jets would make a lot of sense. I mean, they got a good defense under Robert Sala. They've got some weapons on offense. You know, you got Garrett Wilson, the former Buckeye receiver. He's been incredible. Uh, you know, rookie of the year, and you got. A guy in Robert Sala that I think is on the upswing, much like Dan Campbell in Detroit, these two sad sack franchises. So to me, that's that's the team that probably makes the most sense. But could it be the Bucs? Could it be another one of those teams? Sure. And then you got Aaron Rodgers after the darkness retreat. By the way, I've done lots of things like that. I've done a darkness retreat. I've gone on 72-hour solos of the Trinity Alps, the Cascade Mountains of California, where I only had a pound of gorp and the book St. Arthur and a journal. I mean, I've done very spiritual things. I would never go sit in a room with no light for three days. I mean, talk about being, it's like being in solitary in prison. Talk about being alone with your thoughts. He's going to come out of there and probably be very clear-headed in what he wants to do, whether he's going to play again, whether he's going to stay with Green Bay, which is very unlikely, whether he's going to go wherever. Is it, you know, somewhere out west? Is it Tampa Bay? You mentioned Aaron Rodgers playing for the Bucs after Brady is there. They've had, you know, two of the best ever in, in back-to-back years. But I look at Aaron Rodgers after the darkness retreat, and I just wonder if he's going to just come out of there and still not know, or if being in the dark for what it was, 372 hours, that he will come out completely clear-headed and know, okay, I'm retiring or I'm staying, I'm doing this. I hope so, because I don't want, it's always Packers quarterbacks, it seems like. Whether it was him, obviously Brett Favre, to just keep the thing going over and over again. But wherever he goes next, Obviously, it could have been Denver if Russell Wilson hadn't gone there. Maybe that would have been a better situation for the Denver Broncos. Uh, we will see. And obviously, Calvin Ridley coming back to the Jaguars. Alvin Kamara might be gone from New Orleans. Uh, he could be suspended after that Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, gambling issue. He's going to be back. So uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of offseason stuff to get over uh, in the NFL. All right, we're going to talk some college hoops coming up tomorrow and some big high-stakes games in the NHL as well as we continue Sunday Bet Prep. Dan Legion for Matt Humans. This is Beeson, the Sport. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Well, if you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college hoops, the VEASAN experts got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and all their guests. Tool like, tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. 99 cent. 99 cents. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. vsin.com slash subscribe. 99 cent. I got 99 problems. And I guess I am not one of them. Dan Leach in for the legendary Matt Humans, one of my favorite Vsin. What's this one of my favorite people? Not just Vsin people. Uh, So in order to, to fill in for him, I'll be here tomorrow night as well. Uh, from 9 to midnight Eastern time, 6 to 9 Pacific. Boy, I miss, I, I normally go to Vegas all the time, but I've been very busy doing uh, some play-by-play in both football and basketball here in, in the state of Michigan. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to go to Vegas for like two and a half months. And I, like, I'm jonesing. Like, I there was a stretch of time where I think I was there four times in seven weeks. And obviously, I mean, I don't live in Vegas, so it's different when you go, you know, visit and you do all the touristy things or go to the clubs or whatever. But I miss it, man. I love it there. And I'll have to come out and see uh, Dan Miller and the crew, the one who shall not be named. And I believe the other guy's name is Iggy that's on the uh, the uh, the ones and twos tonight. So I appreciate the great crew back there. Uh, but nothing like Vegas and uh, nothing like Vison. we got a couple segments left here. So get in while the uh, the getting is good. Uh, I want to go through some of the games tomorrow in college shoots. We've got three ranked games tomorrow. Uh, and two of them, I would say, pretty, eh, pretty, I would say one really big game. And one game that could be interesting. And then we got some high-stakes games in the NHL as well. And the NBA All-Star game, which we kind of touched on a little bit earlier, where you got Team LeBron minus three, the total 325, 324 and a half. 
with the team not having been drafted yet. And if people don't know, the way they're going to do this is in years past when they've had this draft, they picked, you know, they started by picking whoever they wanted. And then the last player was the last player. And I guess to, to try to save face, even though I don't think these NBA players really care, they're all all-stars. It's not like you're being picked last on the schoolyard playground in fifth grade at uh, Forest Elementary School where I ruled the roost and was the 600-yard walk-run champion. I think I was the shuttle-run uh, champion as well. I had school records and a lot of things. I used to get scared, though, to climb on the top of that rope. I, I doubt there are any kids do that, that anymore. You have to climb on the top to the top of the rope like, I don't know, five stories up or something, and there's only a mat below you, and kids would fall. There was no, like, you know, special, you know, safety equipment. I don't think it's probably going on that way anymore. But when you when you look at this, it, it's it's one of those things where I just, I you know, I, I don't think it matters to these NBA players that they're being picked last. So they're going to pick the reserves first, and the last players they pick will be starters. But yet we still don't know who the, the teams are going to be between Team Giannis, Team uh, LeBron, and they still have a line on the game. I mean, that's that's pretty random to me. Uh, I did tell you I, I lean on the under. I think the total is absurd at 324 and a half, 325. Once again, there's not a ton of value betting the All-Star game. You could probably live bet it, have some fun with that if you want. But I'm going to make a small play on the under because I think it's crazy. And I'll probably do it tonight because I don't want to wait till the teams are picked and maybe the, the, the spread goes down. Uh, but I do like the under 324 and a half, 325. I would, you know, take it even up to or down to 324, to be honest. Uh, but let's let's take a look at what we have in college hoops coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, it was a crazy day in college hoops on Saturday. Uh, it's one of those things where you saw some teams really kind of, I would say, supplant what they're becoming at this point in the season. When you look at a team like Kentucky that really could be dangerous uh, as we head towards uh, the tournament, you look at a team like Texas that has had its issues at times, you know, uh, an Oklahoma team that's only, you know, is only a a three-win team in the Big 12. They barely hung on and won that game in overtime, but those are the important games you got to be able to win if you're a team like Texas that's in the top 10 right now. Virginia hangs out against Notre Dame. I mentioned Kentucky, obviously, with a big win against Tennessee. How about Kansas? We talked with uh, Bob Kansu earlier, earlier, uh, the former USC coach, about uh, what he thinks of Kansas. That is an incredible team that was down by 13 to a great Baylor team, top 10 team at the half, came all the way back, outscored him 55 to 26. Wilson had a double-double, 21 and 13 for the Jayhawks. Uh, That's a really, really interesting team to me that's going to have a great chance to win it all. So we we saw that on on Saturday, but now Sunday, you got three games uh, between at least one ranked team, and it starts with the Buckeyes and Purdue. Buckeyes are garbage, and they're probably going to have a, a coaching change. Purdue has lost two in a row, including to Maryland. Both those games on the road, they lost to Northwestern, and they lost to Maryland, and they're laying 12 and a half. We had uh, you know, Will Hill on earlier in the show, and he loved, likes Purdue, and I'm with him. I don't normally like to lay that kind of a spread. Total, by the way, is 139, but I think that Purdue's going to come out, and they're going to be angry. And Edie is going to, Ohio State won't be able to stop Edie. And I'm going to look at this game, and I look back at some of the games recently, you know, that the Boilermakers have played, like the game against Minnesota, which I think is a better team than Ohio State. 61 to 39, that was on the road. They beat the Spartans, 77 to 61. They beat Penn State, 80 to 60. Yeah, they lost to Indiana, they lost to Northwestern and Maryland, that three of four, uh, you know, game losing streak. But they beat Iowa in between that 87 to 73. I think the final score is going to be something like 75 to like 47. I think they are going to blast Ohio State. I would lay 15 in this game. Not a huge play for me. Just an average play, but that's where I'm going with Purdue and Ohio State. Then you've got North Carolina and NC State and probably the most interesting game of the day. North Carolina goes down to Miami early in the week. Meanwhile, we'll both were on the Hurricanes. That was uh, easy money in the bank. North Carolina, the, I think the, the, right now they're still Joe Lenardi's first, one of his first four out. They're 16-10, and 8-7 and seven in the ACC. They're playing a Wolfpack team that at times can look really, really good. At other times, they don't know what they are. They're 20-7. and seven. They are 10-6 and six in the ACC. But you look at North Carolina State, and they lose to Syracuse by three on the road. They beat Boston College before that by 30 on the road. They lose to Virginia by 13 on the road before that game. And then they had been on a four-game winning streak, beating Notre Dame by three, beating Wake Forest on the road by two. That was a nice win, destroying uh, you know a sad sack Florida State team, ninety-four to sixty-six, and beating uh, Virginia Tech in a closer one than I thought it would be, seventy-two to sixty-four. 
But this is a big spot for NC State to really get going late in the season against an in-state rival. They've got Wake Forest after this, Clemson after that, all those games at home. Then they close the regular season for, obviously, seeding purposes and, and, and more momentum on the road at Duke on February 28th. So you look at North Carolina. They're going to have to, in these last games that they've got, they're going to have to probably win, I would say, at least three of them. they got NC State on the road at Notre Dame, which is a game that North Carolina should definitely win. Home against Virginia, very tough contest. Virginia, uh, I mean, I, they're probably, they might be a, a favorite in that game. They probably should be, see how they do in their next couple of games. At Florida State, should be an easy win for North Carolina. And then they're hosting Duke, who they've had success against in the last couple of years at times. I think this is a, it's another one of those not necessarily must wins, but it's a boys in an important game for North Carolina. And with all that pressure on them, you saw what happened against Miami at the Dean Dome. Before that, they, of course, have beaten Clemson by 20 in a great performance, 91 to 71. And they're scoring a lot of points in the last few games uh, after not scoring a lot of points before that. When they lost to Duke, they only scored 57. They lost to Pitt, they only scored 64. Uh, and they lost to North Carolina, or I'm sorry, Wake Forest, 92 to 85. This is going to be a desperation game. And I think that favors the home team. And we talked earlier, me and Will Hill, about how important home court advantages in college basketball. And while North Carolina has size and love is great, I just think that North Carolina State with Smith, who was averaging almost 20 points a game, almost five dimes a game, they got Burns Jr. who could score it. He's the team's leading field goal percentage uh, man. I think NC State's the play here. And right now, all you got to do is lay a point and a half. And you might get some late you know, public money on North Carolina that brings that down to one or even money. We'll see. Uh, I know I've seen it move to two in some spots, uh, but it's been one and a half for much of the day. So I like North Carolina State to put a little more hurt on North Carolina. Then you have Memphis and Houston. Uh, of course, Houston, one of the teams that has a great chance to win the national championship. Memphis, not having a bad year. 26-10-3 in conference. Uh, Houston, a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm not touching this game. But my lean would be towards the points. Houston has had their problems. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, at times against teams that they clearly are better than, but they are they somehow stay in games with them. It didn't happen in the last few, but it happened at Wichita State. It happened against Cincinnati. happened against UCF. Uh, they lost to Temple, but they haven't blasting teams as of late. They've won six in a row, including at Temple uh, by 26. They scored 81 in that one. At Tulsa by 38, 80-42. Then at SMU, their last game out, 80-65. But I think there's value with the, the, the 20-win Memphis Tigers for a lean. I'm not taking it myself, but that's where I would go with that game. All right, we've got one segment left. I want to get into some golf with you. We'll recap UFC, a very tough night for my man Dan Miller, my fine producer. And I'm in for Matt Humans, Dan Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach. DTM, this is Sunday Bet Prep, and this is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. One more segment to go. Don't go anywhere. We'll head you into Sunday in good stat. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and Hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. It's a whole new world. Daily Chin for the great Matt Humans here on Sunday. Bet Prep. Final segment here as we turn Saturday over into Sunday. We got the Daytona 500 tomorrow. I will tell you, I'm not a huge NASCAR guy, but I got some very good friends and and handicappers that I respect that cover NASCAR and handicap NASCAR. And Blaney and Bubba Wallace are my two plays for the Daytona 500. Not going to make big plays or anything. I love Bubba. I think he's got some good value. And uh, Blaney's the other one. Those are my two plays for the Daytona 500, the great American race. And I will say this. I respect UFC. I bet UFC a lot. I am not a huge UFC guy, per se, in the sense that if there's a huge boxing fight going on, obviously boxing is not what it was 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. I've always been a boxing guy. I go back to, like, Meldrick Taylor. I watched Tyson fight Buster Douglas on HBO when I was, like, a 10-year-old in my in my living room. I'm a big boxing guy, but not, you know, as, you know I respect and, and, and definitely appreciate UFC. But I definitely have made a lot of money betting UFC, and my great producer, Dan Miller, Dan the Man Miller, uh, really did a great job kind of laying out what happened tonight because obviously I was prepping for the show on the air and didn't get a really uh, a chance to watch much of it. And unfortunately for Dan, he had kind of a rough night. Dan's like the top level UFC handicapper. Like it's it's pretty much, it's, uh, you know, whoever the best handicapper is in the country at UFC. And then Dan's like number two. Uh, and he's given me a lot of winners before. But I just to kind of to, to recap what happened, and there were some nice things to catch. The first uh, fight of the night, Clayton Carpenter, had his flyweight debut, and it was flawless. Uh, I guess there was, you know, just one big shot, uh, and he took it to the ground quickly, and he outclassed Roderos and uh, secured a first-round submission, and he cashed that plus 240 ticket, which unfortunately Dan didn't have. Uh, You had Jamal Embers. He had that two-year layoff because of the injuries. Uh, He went the distance first. Ashka Abov. See, I knew I was going to botch that name. Ashka Abov. No, I I said it right the first time. He was, you know, he was undefeated 23-0, uh, and in this fight, you know, showed why the UFC has the best fighters in the world because um, it was supposed to be Ashabov's, uh, you know, welcoming party. Unanimous decision for Embers, 30 to 27 on the cards and a cash plus 305 tickets. And I'll tell you this, Derek Lewis is a guy that's maybe a lot of money. He's a big underdog. It was like a year or so ago when he had that early knockout, uh, you know, in, in a big fight. He was plus 500 or something. Couldn't believe the line was like that. That's what I love the most about betting UFC is identifying the underdogs because yeah, there are some, there's a lot of fights that are kind of 50, 50 and there's a lot of fights where the favorite is way too big of a favorite, but then there's a lot of fights where the underdog is not just too big of an underdog, but it's ridiculous not to take them 
on top of the fact that you're going to have some upsets anyway. And in boxing, you know, let's say it's Floyd Mayweather, you know, back when the Klitsch goes around top of the world or Holyfield, they're minus like $1,500, $2,000, unless it's, you know, one of the big fights, you know, a Tyson-Holyfield fight, uh, or, you know, uh, like Mayweather and Pacquiao. Like, you're not going to have lines that are going to be even worthy of betting on anything but the underdog. UFC, it's different. You can take some favorites, minus 165 or minus 205, and they're worth the value at doing that, or parlay them together with a couple underdogs and get a great little profit. So I, I really do think there's a lot of value in betting UFC. Just, you know, full disclosure, I, I like so many other sports. I pretty much like everything. I mean, tennis, horse racing, golf, basketball, football, et cetera, that UFC is just not something that I, I really get into a ton, but I do go and watch a lot of the UFC cards. I have, you know, reserved, if I may say, in a certain casino in Detroit, a VIP room several times for me and my buddies to watch UFC fights. So I definitely do enjoy it. I did have Holly Holm. I handicapped Holly Holm myself. I'll give myself credit on that against Ronda Rousey. That 99% of the the bat and the, the money was on Ronda Rousey. 99% of the bets, like the tickets, were on Holly Holm. Talk about a disparity. And that's why Visa has betting splits. Uh, also, the biggest favorite on the card... Uh, was Myra Bueno Silva minus 475, went all the way up to minus 510 before her fight. And it happened for good reason. She faced Lena uh, Landsberg, Angela Lansbury. Uh, she faced Lena Landsberg, who had obviously been impressive at times, but hadn't won a type, uh, fight in a while because she had a baby. And it was a great night for Silva. This was one of Dan's big scores, by the way. So give the guy some credit, Dan the man. Uh, Silva caught her leg and made her tap by way of the knee bar. Cash Silva to win by submission at plus 195. And Dan also liked her to win in round two at plus 470, but didn't pull the trigger. What the heck? Then on the main card, you had William Knight, the Dark Knight, minus 125. Went out there for some screen time, as Dan liked to put it. Uh, he was injured coming into the fight. Uh, and, you know, you had uh, Procano went on to win by decision in that one. He landed, uh, Marshall landed a ton of leg kicks and uh, kept the distance, never putting himself in any kind of harm's way. And those tickets cashed at plus 45, uh, 425. A lot of big underdogs winning on the card tonight. And the final fight of the night, uh, one of my favorite fighters, Jessica Andrade against uh, Aaron Blanchfield. Round one was crazy, uh, frantic action. Uh, but in the second, Aaron got a, an early takedown and mounted on Jessica's back. There, she sunk in a guillotine cheek, uh, choke, guillotine cheek, guillotine choke, and uh, forced a tap. Uh, and then Aaron saw that money come all, her way all week, and she was the more prepared fighter. Jessica took the fight on just about with two weeks' notice. Obviously, we know how that can go in both boxing and in uh, MMA. Uh, and Aaron was very prepared for the five-round fight, so Aaron wins it. Uh, Blanchfield by submission, plus 407. You know, if you had uh, you know, taken all these dogs and parlayed them together, the 470, the 425, the 407, uh, the 305, and the 240, I think probably $10 went have won you 5000 so uh, too bad Dan didn't do that. Maybe next time. Uh, but he does do a great job of the UFC, and I, he's promised me he will give me seven for seven winning picks on the next UFC card. All right, I want to uh, close things out here with some golf. Uh, I, I, with, you know, without you know pumping my chest in the air and, and trying to be as humble as I can, I'm a pretty good golf better. I have been for years. I've been on Visa a lot, given out a lot of golf winners. It's something that I really enjoy because I think that there's no better value in any kind of betting than horse racing and and tenant or in, in, uh, golf. You could bet like a dollar in horse racing, which I've done before, and win fifteen hundred. You could bet you know twenty dollars at golf and win two thousand. Uh, and you can also parlay, you know, top five, top 10, top 20 finishes and bet $20 and win, you know, a couple thousand dollars. So I think there's incredible value in betting golf. But the last couple of weeks, I've been very frustrated. I actually started the year with Colin Morikawa, who we all know should have won. Was he up seven strokes with nine holes to go? And then Rob caught him. And obviously, no one's hotter on the planet right now than John Rahm. Uh, but I did have Siwoo Kim the next week. And I've had guys in the mix the last several weeks. I had a lot of top fives, top tens. This week, though, I was off. I had Justin Thomas pre pre tournament. I had Jordan Spieth, who missed the cut. And I had Hideki Matsuyama, who missed the cut. I thought they were all three solid plays. I always try to find much more value. I don't really go for favorites. I wasn't going to take Rahm as one of the favorites. Or, you know, a couple weeks ago with Scotty Scheffler as the favorite. I look for guys that are 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 to 1. And then, obviously, I sprinkle in some top fives, some top tens. Uh, I did make a play on Jonathan Vegas going into the round today for a top 10. I loved the value of plus 750. He was garbanzo beans. Uh, so this is just not been a good week for, for my golf stuff. But I did want to look at a couple things. For tomorrow, and I want to start with Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, you know, obviously finished in a flurry, much like he did in uh, the first round where he was a three straight birdies to end the round. Tiger Woods finished the, the round with a 67. He moved up 32 spots on a day. Didn't look like the leg was really bothering him that much. 
Minus three, he's not going to win the tournament. But how about this? Because by the way, he's 5,000 to one to win the tournament. So if literally, if you bet, uh, you know, a dollar on Tiger Woods, uh, if you bet one dollar on Tiger Woods, you win $5,000. But how about 12 to one for a top 10? I don't, I've been, I don't want to say it, I don't root against him, but I've been betting against Tiger for a while because he's not healthy, he hasn't played much, and he's being completely overvalued. But maybe things are starting, he, he, he said this, he's not going to play in these tournaments unless things he can win. He's not doing this for fun, just to get out there. Maybe things are starting to change with him, and I love what I saw on Saturday. The crowd was going nuts. So right now when you look at Tiger Woods, he's minus three. He's tied for 26th. Take a look at where 10th place is right now, six under. Now, I'm not saying it's just going to take three or four or under to get to the top 10, but what if Woods just has his best regular tournament day in a long time and shoots, you know, a six under or a seven under? He is going to be in the top 10. And Tiger Woods at 12 to one, normally this would be like two to one based on where he's at right now or something, you know, in that kind of position. I like Tiger Woods 12 to one. As far as anyone beating Rom. I don't think it's going to happen. The one guy I would maybe sprinkle a little uh, cheddar cheese on would be Patrick Cantlay. His metrics are there. I wish Morikawa had a better Saturday because it would have been him. But uh, Patrick Cantlay right now is 16-1. to He has five shots off the lead. Obviously, he would have to go low and have Rob stumble. But having Cantlay at 16-1 to after shooting 68, 67, 68, pretty good value. Obviously, no one's hotter on the planet than Rom. I think he is going to win it. I don't think Homer can catch him or Keith Mitchell. But if there's one guy value-wise, because let's say they get a couple, you know, two-hole swings, right? You go from down five to down three or two, and things could happen. But I like the 16 to one on Cantley and Tiger Woods, top 10, 12 to one. All right. Thanks so much for joining me on this fight evening. Thanks to the great crew, Dan Miller, my fine producer. I'll be back tomorrow night, nine to midnight Eastern, six to nine. Pacific. Have a great night, everybody. It's been a pleasure to be in. For Matt Eubens, this has been Sunday Bet Prep. This is Beeson. I'm Dan Leach. This is Beeson, your betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.